sexual, so stay by my side Like I'll stay on your mind What time is it, Mink? It's drinking coffee time Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with Diverse Love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. Hello, Mr. Brian. Hey, hey. How are you doing today? I've been good. I had a long day. I had a super long day working on several projects and they just seem never ending. There has to be more to life than that. I actually look forward to coming to do the podcast with you because it's more of an outlet for me to break up all the monotony of the work. But I I, I know I work harder than you though. I know you Okay. You I mean I'm gonna talk and... because all I'm doing right now is smiling because <laughs> I must got my life together, you don't, you know. Is that what it is? Yeah, because the first 20, I worked hard as hell. And then? I stopped. (laughs) Oh, wait, the first 20 years? Yeah. I thought you meant the first 20 hours of the week, you worked hard as hell. And then the last 20, you just chilled for a moment. And now I'm following you around for 20. Yeah, I'm I'm working hard. I got a lot of irons in the fire, you know, children books and author shenanigans and branding shenanigans. I got a lot of irons in the fire. I'm trying to live my best life on the other half since you was hoorah on your first half. But, but I'm always getting pulled in, though. Yes, like, absolutely. Copyright this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's what you do. You, you Make sure we like get the, our royalties here. That's right. You're the money man. No. You're the money man. <laughs> that, that's what they should call you. Money man McGee. My name ain't McGee. <laughs> What are we talking about today, honey? How we talk. How we talk. We talk how we talk. You know what made me uh, come up with that topic? Because remember, we first when we first started this, I said, let's do a, a topic on you talking black, I talk white. And you were like, we need to come up with a better <laughs> better topic right. or a better title for it. And I said, right. we talk like we talk. You know how, why I came up with that? No, do tell. Chase Young, I'm going to be at where my feet at. And oh, I yeah, just yeah, love yeah, yeah. that. I love that. You loved it so much we want to make a shirt, but that's what it came No, from. I did make a shirt. Well, you made a shirt and I wore it. See, there it is again. I'm working harder. I made the shirt. You just wearing it. Hey, I heard it. I said it. You said, I'm going to make a shirt. So you made the shirt. I mean, I can't stop that. Chase Young, I'll be at where my feet at. I love that. So I was like, you know what? We talk like we talk, period. Mm-hmm. The end. So many people have over the years that we've been together. So hold many on, people, I'm sorry. Wait, uh, shout out the Ohio State Buckeyes, Chase Young. What? Really though? <laughs> really? He is. He is a Washington football player now. You know that means that he he's done all that little stuff he has to do for Ohio State. And now you know what is uh, that the topic tonight? Because well, cause we don't want to go. We don't want to start that. Why not? No. He he's a Washington football player now, and 
He's ours now. He was yours. He was Ohio State. I mean, I can't take it. Oh, away we from got him. some. We got some Bamas on there too. They they do very very well. They do very Alabama. well. Roll Tide. All right, I, hey, Roll look, Tide. As long as they rolling on that on that, uh, on Washington, that Washington football, football team. <laughs> <laughs> First round draft picks. You know what? To be truthful, Ohio State and Alabama, they push out some amazing players. I mean, a lot of colleges do, but it seems like Ohio State and Alabama have the cream of the crop a lot of times. Yeah, I hear that. I wonder how Chase Young talked. Do you think people think he talks white or black? You ain't see him on the shop? Yeah, but I'm saying I wonder what other people think about how he talks. Yeah, Um, you know, I love the shop. Shout out to LeBron and his team. That's an amazing show. I'm not, I'm not, um, I mean... He talks the way he talks. I feel like I talk the way I talk, but other people say that I sound black and mm-hmm. you sound white. Yeah. But I don't. I'm just Midwest. Um, I got that. I got that twang. Midwest twang. I have that Southern twang, but I don't always. You say you don't always hear it unless I'm around my family. When you're around your family, you go from Southern Belle to Southern Hell. <laughs> <laughs> what up, that <there>, show? <laughs> What up, folk? What up, folk? Hey, good. <laughs> what you doing, good? Yeah, that's my fam, though. You can't help it. It's like you just fall right back in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Hey, I hear you. You just fall. I don't hear that Midwest twang in your family a lot, I guess, because I don't I ain't got no family you. no more. You, the, All the Midwest people <laughs> is dead. Yeah, now, that's the part now. I'm talking about up that way is what yeah, I'm no, saying. No, yeah, no, no. Uh, my family is from North Carolina. They got a draw, but yeah, they're they're as southern. Most of them are even more southern. Than and I then am. the rest of us, there's like two different parts that went to either West Virginia or Ohio. Right. And, Who, which um, one do you claim? Do you claim West Virginia, Ohio, Ohio. Or North Carolina, Ohio? That's where I was all my yeah. life. Yeah. Shout out to Ohio. Until I left and went into the military. <laughs> a lot of people, when I tell Then I people, was a nomad. Yeah, you were <laughs> you know, all over the place. Yeah, you know how it is. It's just three years here, two years here, one mm-hmm. year here. A lot of people um, tell me that, we, they, you know, when you when you say you're from down here, if you tell them that you're near Columbus, Georgia, then they'll know, they'll understand where you're from in Alabama. But I, I don't think so. I think... People know that I have Georgia connection. Like, my whole family is in Georgia. We were the minority of the family, as far as the numbers of the family, in Alabama, where most of my family was all spread around Columbus and Dothan and Atlanta, you Mm -hmm. know. So I got a little bit of the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. being in Georgia and Alabama. So it was really cool. So I get to rep, you know, like the Atlanta Falcons and also, you know, Alabama. Mm -hmm. So... Again, roll tide. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when we first met, so I know everyone has heard the story when we say, um, when we tell the story about how we first met, and it was a over-the-phone blind call-in, and Mr. Brian was a stalker. But listen to the first episode, and you'll get the gist of his um, stalkertude. So. <laughs> Stock. I wasn't no stalk. It's called full, full court press. Full court press. I'm glad you did, Mr. Bunny. I'm glad you did. Thank you. Fist bump. Thank you. I love you. So, but I do remember when you first called me that first day when I hung up on you. I did. You know, just that that unconscious bias part of you that you just 
and we all are guilty of it. You just know that you think you know what a person looks like. You think you know what a person color is by what how they speak or or how their voice sound. And I do remember that first conversation, the first couple conversations that I assumed you were black. Um, and I heard the mis- the mid- Midwestern little bit of twang in there, but just the way you you articulate words, the way you put words together, I just literally thought he, this is a brother, you know? So, and I knew you knew I was black, but I didn't know you were white. And that, I assumed- That's what they had that, told me. That's what they had told me. <laughs> they had said, what they had said was- but um, I assumed you were black and it wasn't till after we actually start talking and we start talking about our families and you telling me about your family and, and your color and about you always dating uh, black girls and people wondering why. And, and I thought, oh, OK, well, he's white. But I can honestly say from the conversation from me hearing your voice, I didn't know. I understand. I want to hear about the uh, shenanigans that went on with uh, you and um, Credit Union when they was. Oh my god! When they was. (laughs) When you were. When you were. What was that? What were you doing? You were the manager. Manager over the car. Yeah. At a credit union in Alaska, and oh my gosh, we used to get some of the most craziest calls. Uh, The call center was like all my children. Because you would get, you know, women who would be calling and they find bills, hotel charges on their card and it would be their husbands. And we would have to tell them, you know, that those charges are on their card because their name is on it. So they have every right to know, man, it was just crazy. But I can remember I can remember a few times that we were talking to customers in the call center and several times I've been referred to as them wanting to speak to the white manager. Oh no, I I just spoke to her yesterday. Her name is Denise. She's a white manager um, on your your team and and I want to talk to her. So they assumed. They assumed because they felt like I talk white. How do you talk a color? I don't know. And I understand that people have dialects and they have heritage, you know, they've inherited voice, inherited voice um, language from their perspective um, environments. But how do you talk a color? But I do remember several times, several times I have been referred to as the white manager. Now, <clears throat> there was one time that I was referred to as a cunt. <laughs> the big C word. And this dude, he was so angry. He was so angry. And my boss. But you was in the clear when he came down there because you was black and he was looking for the white lady. He was looking for. He was so angry, so (laughs) angry, so angry. And he said, well, I'm coming down to the bank and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I just remember him coming down there and he was saying, I want to speak to that effing white manager cut and he was just you know saying all kind of stuff and I just remember me I was laughing I was like oh my god I don't think I've ever in my life been called a cunt I've never been called that ever I'm not saying that I haven't been called other things but you might have been called one but you ain't know you had been called it (laughs) 
All right, I didn't know, but I didn't know. I've never been called it that I know of. I have never been called that. And I and one of the, my colleagues was like, you're laughing. Aren't you upset that he called you cunt? I said, well, I'm not white. And she says, out of all that, that's all you heard? I said, yeah, because he assumed because of the way I talk that I was a white girl. And he just was wrong. So how do you talk? How do you talk of color? That's just urban. But you got to. It's even weirder now because today, mm-hmm. because where I grew up and where you grew up, similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, in different parts of the world, but mm-hmm. similar. But my voice and your voice, how you talk, how I talk are different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we came from the same type of backgrounds. You talk way different than your family. You think so? You do until you get around your family, until you get in the mix. Mm-hmm. Then you can tell, you know, but you're still not like some of your cousins. They have very thick accents. Mm-hmm. You don't have that. Thick southern accent. accents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Southern accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't you don't have that southern accent. Even your brother, he came up here. He's been up here for 10 years, mm-hmm. just recently moved back down mm-hmm. to Georgia. He never lost his accent. He his still his, mm-hmm. he still has his. And I love it. I love. Right, right, right. Because it sends me back to where, to our environment and where we grew up on. Mm-hmm. So I, I love hearing He doesn't have talk. a, he doesn't have a, I mean, some people over time can lose the way they talk. Mm-hmm. If you move somebody from down south up north or up north to down south, they'll, they'll, they'll talk, they'll have a little. You're always, you, you go into your environment, right. you know. right. Well, um, he didn't lose his. No, he ain't lose his. He's up here <laughs> just he speaking. He lose him. What up, folks? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love to hear him talk. I love to hear the sounds of the dialect come out of his mouth because it always brings me back to, you know, that Southern mm-hmm. lifestyle. And when I go home, that just, you know, everyone is so anxious to fellowship and to, mm-hmm. to just be around people and, and 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 make others feel good and you get that that southern hospitality mm-hmm. and that southern twang so mm-hmm. I love it what about you have you ever experienced anyone at your job saying that you talk black I, I do know that and I know we, we talked about this in another <laughs> no episode. I had a I had a uh, I, I had hired a manager and the manager he was he would watch me but he didn't he was like, he ain't really know. He was like, just looking at, watching me. And and one day he was like, dude, I, I, I've been here long enough. I think we got open relationship enough to where I can just ask you this, just point blank. Is you black or white? <laughs> and I said, I'm white. He was like, you sound black. And I was like, what is, what is, how do you, how do you, like? no, yeah. it's just the way you, you talk. And I was I was like, all right. And I was like, no, this is me. This is he was looking talking. at you, though, like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Do you really know your daddy? <laughs> Did he bring you up? Like, like he was, was he there? Man. Was he there all the time? <laughs> Were you a little bit taller than your dad? Did, did it not work out? You know? No. Um, <laughs> so... So but he yeah, wanted he he needed to verify your color first. My, my man needed closure. Yeah. But then he said he found out. He said I figured it out. You're the minority in your home. But then I told him I was like, no, this is who I am. This is how I talk. This is how I've been. This when she met me mm-hmm. before we had kids. That's right. You've always been you because yeah. we talk and the like more, we talk. And the more 
animated I get or the more, I, I don't know, the worse it is, I guess. Not worse. No, I'm not the saying more, worse. The worse my the accent. The more you out. hear that that Midwest twang. Yes. Yeah, it's not worse though. It's 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 is what it is. We talk like we no, talk. No, I don't. No, I don't have a problem with who I am and how I talk. I think that people um, take for granted so much that they have to have a voice to go with the the physicality, a voice to go with how you look, a voice to go. It's almost like meeting someone who is absolutely gorgeous and beautiful and drop dead gorgeous. And then when they open their, their mouth, they have like the worst dialect ever. And then you're, you're stuck because you're like, that voice doesn't go with that person. But what That's, does that mean, though? I don't, because I don't, I don't we know. talk the way we talk. All right. So when I was younger... I was uh, into boxing. I like watching boxing. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a boxer. I mean, I think I boxed in maybe one or two smokers in the in the uh, army, but I never boxed. But I like boxing. And this guy came around, Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. and what he looked like and how he talked was two different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you know who he is and mm-hmm. how you know what kind of person he is and all that kind of stuff. But it was just thinking to myself like. Like, how is that voice coming out of that 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 man? That man is big. It's like when you watch uh, America's Got Talent, and I remember one year watching, and I I forget how old she was. I want to say she was between nine and eleven years old, and she got on stage and she belted out this operatic voice. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying, "Oh my gosh, that voice does not match that little body." You know, that is such a big mm-hmm. voice. But we, as as the human race, we we judge before anything not saying that what i said was mean or anything because she's had a beautiful voice but it's just our you can judge you can judge and not be mean i mean i'm not right. saying just like oh wow i didn't see that coming i mean that's it you know, right there it was not, a pleasant surprise because you didn't but oh wow i didn't see that coming because we have preconception bias. preconceptive notices about what we think a person should talk mm-hmm. or look like According to their voices. You know what I mean? So, like, just think about that show, The Voice. I know, right? Where they they don't, they don't turn their chair until they can connect with that voice or they like the voice. But... When they turn their chair, sometimes they look they're like, oh, my shocked. God. Yeah. yeah. They're completely shocked. But I just think it's a fabulous thing because you, now you don't have the luxury of prejudging a person on their looks. Right. Before you actually hear the gift that comes out of their mouth. Right. You know what I mean? What are what are the the other two? I know I know we watched the Mass Singer, but what's that new one that they have out the right now? The one we was watching a couple of days ago, the Alter Ego. Now that's an amazing one. That's, that's amazing. That's I, technology. That's technology. Meets, mm-hmm. meets talent, meets no judgment, meets I don't know, it's just it's out of this world. And they got it some really good judges is. on there. I like I like them. Yeah, they're, I like, they're I very like their, yeah, they're very good. But I, one of the one of the the contestants on there said he was like sixty years old and older gentleman, and he was actually making a living singing. Mm-hmm. And he was a southern guy, had a a southern drawl, and he had on like um, <clears throat> a cut off jean shirt, tattoos. Mm-hmm. Goldie, and he was a truck driver. And he said the only reason he was a truck driver is because when COVID hit, he lost his job. And he lost the the the, the opportunity 
opportunity to make a living, to still make a living singing, because no one now could come into the the auditoriums or whatever to to hear it. And so he took up truck driving. He went to truck driving school and he was, but he was miserable, but he did what he had to do to, you know, make a living for his family. But he said that this show alter ego gave him mm-hmm. is giving him new opportunity because no one would give him a chance by just looking at him. Mm-hmm. He's a 60 year old male, you know, um, southern person, mm-hmm. you know, uh, older gentleman. And the first thing they do is they prejudge him on his look. So now he gets to make this alter ego and he goes out there and he's singing in the persona of that alter ego and his voice. He's an opera singer. It's just amazing. He's he's singing Italian and you can tell he is very Southern. But without that alter ego, he gets prejudged because we as humans, we judge people on their looks. Right. And then we judge them on thinking that we know what they should look like from their voices. There was another, there was a young lady on there that talked. She had a deeper voice and she, she would, it's like she talked like a man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what she, that's what she was saying on there. She was like, I have a deep voice and, you know, it's, you know, stopped me from doing certain things. Yeah, she was being bullied in school because, or, but but when she sang, it was beautiful. I mean, it sounded like a guy, but but it was beautiful. But they're, they have to figure that out. Mm -hmm. They're not going to figure that out right now Mm -hmm. because she's even on the alter ego, the, um, the hologram that comes up and everything is, is a guy. That's right. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a guy. And she's got a mohawk. on purpose, I think. Right. You know? I do because mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to put a spin on it mm-hmm. that they don't, they don't understand. Yeah. You know what else she said? She said that she has gotten bullied and teased and accused of being trans because mm-hmm. of her voice. And, you know, the, the trans community, I hope they embrace her, you know, and, you know, uplift her, not just because of the fact that she has been bullied, but because of the fact that we are who we mm-hmm. are. And our voice or our voices, we talk like we talk, regardless. Right. And if she was trans, I mean, who are they to judge in any form or form? fashion you know what i mean right i love it do you remember when we would um uh, talk to the schools the the teachers and the principals and when we would go up to see them on a a pta meeting or a conference you could you can tell the entire shock in their faces because they assumed you were black and i was white right they also (laughs) they also used to say erica we're calling your mother because you got your your dad around your finger (laughs) No, the apple don't fall too far from no. the tree. <laughs> no, nah, that was Miss. That, I ain't gonna say her name on here, but that that was that that teacher. That was that one teacher, that art teacher. Have you ever met anyone or talked to anyone over the phone and you prejudged them according to their voices? I mean, I did I've, it. With I've, you. Oh no, I did it. I did it with voices, mm-hmm. names. Oh, that's the worst with names. With with names. We had this this lady, she was internal and she was coming from she was coming from one company to mm-hmm. the other because mm-hmm. we have different subsidiaries. Mm-hmm. But her name was a black name. Like and you assume. I assume she was black. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I we I was just like so we're interviewing her. She's mm-hmm. one of the and I went up to the front because I've already got it in my mind. Mm-hmm. Not 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 this bad or whatnot. I'm just going up to the front and I was like 
I looked out there. I'm thinking she's not there, but I still said her name and she was like, I'm right here. I was like, all right. And it did, I mean, it and did. And then you like eating crow. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Oh, I mean, goodness. it was, um, it had to have been 10, 12 months down the line. We had a conversation about it or whatnot. And she laughed. She said all the time, all the time. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that brings up a whole nother topic about resumes and the names on resumes and Mm -hmm. the prejudgment that we put forth. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a young mother, you know, being pregnant with my with my first and and you know with with our with our oldest i can remember reading those articles and saying oh my god oh my god i'm gonna i mean it just put fear in me because i feel like we as african-american women we already have a hard time as is we're already prejudged we're prejudged on being a female we're prejudged on being an african-american we're prejudged on 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 how we look we're prejudged on our hair we're prejudged on how we wear our makeup how our clothes fit i mean i can remember the kids being in high school and and being sent home for wearing certain things but the but the white students could wear it but the black students can wear it and it was very mm-hmm. blatant about it like to me there was no they didn't try to go I under can, the table about I it can, or anything i can remember you going up there and talking and the teacher, somebody says something. No, uh, she's built different. She yeah. can't wear that. But that girl she's over there can't. built different. She can't wear that. But the girl right there got on the exact same mm. outfit. But because she's not curvy like our kids, then our kids can't wear. So our mm. kids can't come to school and be who they are and be comfortable. Mm. Now, I'm not saying going to school and, and dress It wasn't even inappropriate. But it wasn't it even is. inappropriate. She had, they had the, the exact same type of clothing right. on and and I just remember that so just thinking about that it's not just voice it's not just we talk the you know like we talk but our names and you know mm-hmm. prejudging you know how we look before we before we even sit down when you like as a hiring manager when things that we do now mm-hmm. is they cut the like our HR department our recruiting department cuts the top part off. They cut their their name and everything. I'm off. all for it because they when send them the they send them what they do. I, I'm all for it. When I like I was saying, when I was pregnant with our with with our oldest and reading those articles, I I purposely named them something that I thought would be more you know corporate friendly. Now that I think about it, I I love their names now. It doesn't that doesn't matter. I mean, our your your mom named our second daughter, but it didn't matter if that was corporate or not. It didn't matter. She ain't from being nobody corporate said. But but. She, Why she you always <laughs> going off on a tangent? No, I'm just, I, I'm just saying she she won't be. She don't want to, and not unless she, she own no the company. Unless she, she own it, yeah, yeah she, she don't have no saying, desire, right? Man. And they couldn't. That she she's a whirlwind to 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 deal with. But mm. but I'm just saying, I can just remember that. I mean, as I got older and got wiser, I understood it was better to stand your ground than to allow people to move your ground. Right. You know what I mean? Just think how unconscious bias and prejudging people and have caused people to make decisions that they, not saying I regret it, but decisions that we do just because we want life to be a little bit more simpler and a little bit more easier you know, for for your kids and something as simple as 
you pointing out that your child, a principal telling your child that she can't wear something that a white person has on that is exactly pretty much comparable to what you have on and then explain it to her in the matter where you can't wear it because your body is different. I mean, it's, it's the voice, it's the, you know, the looks, it's the prejudgment of the skin. That whole thing is just bullcrap. Another thing is, is your relationship, like when you go to a school mm-hmm. and they've either been prejudged whatever your relationship with your child it has to be bigger (laughs) than you're just taking the school's recommendation that they did something wrong right and so i can remember going down there and i mean our kids they're very forthcoming when they were younger Mm -hmm. they didn't lie to us they Mm -hmm. just we we asked them more to tell the truth and we'll deal with the consequences Mm -hmm. but i can't help you if i don't know the full deal with the fallout Mm -hmm. i can't help you if i don't know the full um, story the the story the subject the yeah you know what was what you actually did mm-hmm. you know so let me know and then when we get down there I can I can help you out but that's that's the that's the other side of it they used to say oh you come down here and we tell you what she did and then you say well well why did she do it why what did you guys do mm-hmm. and I can remember you having that that one lady that was mad at Erica mm-hmm. because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. You remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in her senior year, mm-hmm. and she was having a baby and she couldn't, and she gave her she gave her hell. She did. And I had been down there three or four times, and you had her record something. Yeah. And that was the only way that we got Erica through that. Yeah, yeah, because they would not believe her. They would not believe this young, this senior young, uh, this young black student over this white teacher. Mm-hmm. They would absolutely would not believe her. And Erica would be crying. We went down there several times and she'd be crying. And then finally she asked me, she said, Mom, can I take my phone in and record and I'll prove to you what is going on? We believed her, but we had to uh, but, give her permission yeah. to to record it so we can get them to believe her. Mm -hmm. And I remember that teacher sitting in there and lying with a straight face. She lied. She lied. And we let her lie. We let her just lie (laughs) to the lie to the cows came home. And then we pulled out that recording and played that recording and her face became red and she just started crying and having a breakdown. I know. And we're looking at her. Like what you crying for? What are you crying for? You said what you said. <laughs> you did what you did. Right. You judged the way you judged. Right. You know. So I do. I do recall that. I do recall that. I think that we get ourselves, and it's a learning thing. You know, it's a growth. It's growing pains. We right. all have to go through it. We have all judged people on how they sound or how they talk or what we think they should look like according to how they talked over the phone or or how we looked at a person and we was like, wow, I actually didn't expect that voice to come out of that body. We've all been through that and we've all did we've all done it. But as you grow, then you should know better. Now if you choose not to do better, then you suffer the consequences because everybody is not going to allow you to judge or prejudge them in any manner. So you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. But as we grow and as we learn, then we should absolutely do better. Right. Totally agree. You talk like you talk, Mr. Brian. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I thought you was about to put the Barry White on us. The... No, nah, I don't even think I could do that. <laughs> Barry White is Barry White. <laughs> it's it's some young people out there listening like, to this episode. Who, who the like, hell Barry White? Who the hell is? Barry White? <laughs> Mom, who Barry White? <laughs> yeah. What you, you what you drinking tonight? I am drinking. <laughs> I'm actually drinking. I'm, I'm I'm trying not to laugh at this because the last time we did this, you was drinking it and you didn't say it right. No, I wasn't drinking that. You, well, I'm drinking the decaf version. I was gonna say I don't I, drink anything that don't <laughs> don't don't intensify. That's what the hell? I am drinking creme brulee decaf. You were last. We you were drinking that cream boule. That boule. <laughs> we're not going through that no more. Right. What right. are you drinking tonight? Maple glaze. Ooh, la la la. He's yeah. drinking maple. maple glaze. Tastes good though. Yeah, I love it. I love this company, Angelinos. We get a box of coffee from them every month, like clockwork. I know, I love but that you need to you need to figure that out. Though. I did. I did. I, I put my pumpkin spice in. No, I ain't talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about decaf. There's so much decaf in this house. I'm about to start because, throwing them away. Because I have to have decaf, Brian. I know. Well, can I get a whole box of my regular coffee? Sure, you can. Good gracious. Sure. Matter of fact, Anything. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. No. I'm going to get my own your coffee. Mid, your Midwestern twain came <laughs> Listen, out. You were talking like he talked. No, nah, don't worry about it. Don't I, worry I got about it. it. I ain't scared. I'm going across the street. I ain't scared. After this podcast, I, I ain't scared. I'm going to load up. <laughs> There'll be so much regular coffee in this house. Do, we ain't going to be able to walk. It's going to be like boxes. Got, do you think they got that Korean boule? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> well, thank you, Brian. <laughs> the, you're welcome. Thank you for a great podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate you back. Thank you. Some of the time. <laughs> well, I appreciate you all the time. I'm going to say that on That is this a lie. <laughs> I'm a, that is a lie. I'm going to say that on this episode. I appreciate you all the time. You you my boo thing. You appreciate <laughs> all the trouble that I've caused? <laughs> yep. Okay. All That's right. why we're here. I'm keeping I'm a, look. I'm, That's why we're here. It's going to be a I'm topic. keeping it rolling then. It's going to be a topic one day. Do you really appreciate everything 100%? That's going to be the topic. Okay. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our episode number five podcast. We talk like we talk. Keep hanging with us. We got you. As we continue to talk about us and we continue to tell the truth over coffee. We got y'all for real. For real. Take us out, me. We had me. Me sleep. <laughs> me broke. Me broke. Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V. And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's Truth and Coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's Truth and Coffee time. Tell me what you really want to know. Girl, it ain't